Hey, Reese, Bips, put the game on, man. I'm trying to see what Luca and them boys going to do tonight, man. Mavs outside this podcast. Y'all know what time it is. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another post-game recap edition of the Mavs Outside This Podcast. I'm one half of your host, Maurice Williams, a.k.a. Mind of Reese, doing double duty today. Mind of Reese on Instagram, Mind of Reese on YouTube, Mind of Reese Reviews on TikTok. Joined as always by my brother, Mr. Michael Bibbins, a.k.a. Bibbs, a.k.a. Optimus Bibbs, a.k.a. Weatherman Bibbs. Uh, I'm pretty sure there's some other personas bubbling up as we speak. You can find him at Bibbs Corner on Twitter, at MBibs on Instagram, and the Bibbs Corner podcast wherever you find your podcast content for the movie buffs out there. Now that we got all of the introductions out of the way, the Dallas Mavericks <sighs> redeemed themselves against the Minnesota Timberwolves. 104 to 99. They are now back at 500. Um, if I sound exhausted, it's because I get exhausted talking about this team at times. <laughs> but um, at least it is a win tonight, and we're not on here talking about another frustrating loss. Um, an impressive win, in my opinion, not only because we redeemed ourselves, because I think we won based off of our role players. Luca didn't have to put up 30 points for us to win this game. Luca didn't have to take a ton of shots for us to win this game. He shot eight for 16. The others stepped up. Our, role, our most important role players stepped up. Spencer Dinwiddie shot six for 13, four from eight from three, put up 19 points. When I, Let me say this about Spencer Dinwiddie. You know what? I'm going to save the bad for later. Right now, we're going to talk about the good. Spencer Dinwiddie put up 19 points. He had a nice stat line. Okay? Christian Wood um, didn't really look like his other games. Uh, he did get the start this game over Dwight Powell. He did start the other games, but that is because Dwight Powell was missing. Dwight Powell was injured. Um, Christian Wood did start this game over Dwight, 27 minutes, 5 for 12. One for five from three, five rebounds and 12 points. Not his best showing, but he did contribute where needed. Tim Hardaway Jr., six for 13, four for 10 from three, 21 points. Dwight Powell, 21 minutes, 10.6 rebounds. Reggie Bullock. Is the blood moon rising, Bibbs? Today is the beginning of the winter solstice. The winter solstice, okay. I got it wrong. It's not the blood moon. Um, I, I did make the blood moon comment too. Yeah, one of my follow, one of my followers said, "Uh, went the Winter Soldier, Reggie Bullock, which the Winter Soldier." Try to give me credit for that, but that's I'm gonna get at him. Uh, I got Winter my shit. Soldier. Winter Soldier kind of crazy. Winter Soldier might be too fire of a nickname. That's way too like we need like somebody somebody raw gotta get a name like that. Like I can't call it a Winter Soldier. I can't call him the Winter Soldier. <laughs> Oh man, um, maybe we call Lori Markin in the winter. So I don't know. No, Shout he, out to uh, Marcellus at Marcy underscore Alago forty three. That's actually a fire uh, at too. What's what's the shout out for? Is that the one that came up with the Winter Soldier? Thing? Yeah, well, I, 
Yeah, he said uh, Winter Soldier Bullock or whatever the hell Bibbs Corner be saying. <laughs> um, Winter Soldier Bullock with 35, <laughs> 35 minutes, three for eight from the field, two for seven from three, six rebounds, eight points. Um, his, his two three-pointers came at a crucial time in the game. Uh, it's kind of similar to a game he had before. Uh, I don't remember who we played against, but he was ass all game and then just got like hot. A couple and, shots at the end. <laughs> yeah. uh, that's kind of what this was. But they came in a clutch moment, helped us win the game. I'll give him some credit for it. Um, yeah, because for a while he was scared to shoot. Yeah. So glad to see him actually pull the trigger. Which is like, look, motherfucker, you're here for two things, shooting and defense. You better shoot that goddamn ball. The not shooting was pissing me off more than the bricks. Yeah, that pisses me off more. Much more. Shoot the damn ball, especially if you're open. If you have the shot, shoot it. He was messing up the offense. Like, when, when the ball swings and you're the, the guy that's got the open look, you have to take it because if you then swing it, we're starting over again and trying to get somebody an open look. So if it's you... Pull the trigger. Like, we, we get it. You're not shooting well, but that's your purpose out there is to be the guy to take the open shots, to keep the defense honest. There was a point where they weren't even guarding him. Frank Nielakina, same thing. He would get the ball. He'd be the open man and would not shoot the ball. Um, it, it was very painful to know that those were our two heroes, basically. Like, uh, we were Leia talking about, you know, save us, Reggie Bullock and Frank Nielakina. You're our only hope. <laughs> it felt very hopeless for a little while there until you hit those couple at the end. So huge shots. I would say that was really probably the the, the difference in the game between that, those two shots, uh, and uh, Luca hitting his free throws and the Christian Wood block, uh, three big moments in the fourth quarter. Yeah, that Christian Wood block got me hype. And it got Christian Wood hype. He was so goddamn hype, he damn near forgot to get back on offense. <laughs> <laughs> As I was watching that, as I was watching that play out and he got that block, I was like, man, I don't understand how some of these Mavs fans don't like Christian Wood. It's really weird to me. Well, I'm not gonna say it's weird. Yeah, the 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 way people want him to fail is weird to me. Um I just think it's weird how people are already giving up. Already giving up on JaVale McGee makes sense because JaVale McGee has been asked. Christian Javel Wood has been asked. <laughs> Christian Wood has been good for this team. Now, He's granted, ninety percent of the time, and they still plot on his downfall. I don't, it's I don't get like it. it frustrates me because instead of realizing the positives he's bringing to the team, because he brings more positives than negatives, people would rather spotlight the negatives. And I just don't understand it. Now, granted, there are some people who are like, "All right, we need to trade Wood because Jason Kidd is not utilizing him well. He's not starting him." That I understand. Right. I understand that stance. Right. I don't I don't even consider that negativity. No. It's the the people that can't wait to for things to go poorly with him in the starting lineup that annoy me. Yeah, that annoys me. But I will say <laughs> something that annoys me with him, and it annoys me with a lot of bigs in the league. When he blocked the shot and, and he was celebrating, I was like, man, how can you not like Christian Wood? Then I see him come up the court and set what was supposed to be a screen, but I don't know what the fuck to call it. Like, <laughs> that was not a screen, bro. <laughs> like, 
I just, that's a big pet peeve because it's like, I understand you're just trying to roll and get open or you're just trying to free that guy up. But the best way to free that guy up is to set a solid screen. Why are you in the NBA? You're a center and you don't know how to set a solid screen. I just, that will forever frustrate me. But that's a nitpick. We were already up at that point. I get it. It just bothers me. But uh, what's your thoughts on the game? Um, I mean, first thing, glad we won. Uh, second thing, God, I hate watching this basketball team. Uh, it's it's funny because, you know, Gobert was back, right? And I was actually glad he got off to a good start because I knew people were going to be in my mentions immediately. I knew somebody in the group chat was going to be like, this is why Gobert is this, that, and the third. So fortunately, he got off to a good start. I didn't have a single Gobert tweet in my, my mentions. So shout out to shout out to Gobert for showing up for your boy. Um, but it's yeah, we, how we beat them when Rudy Gobert played, but. This, we doing this right now? <laughs> I'm going to be honest with you. I've been saving that one for about a good 20 minutes now. <laughs> like, I understand. I understand. Um, but, yeah, I think I think we both we, we both said it after the last game, despite how poorly it went, that we expected to win this one uh, because Luca having two bad games in a row is usually not going to happen. And you would have to hope that we had some type of uh, pride to to sh- make sure we showed up in this game. I think Tim Hardaway Jr. in the post game, he's doing the actual press conference right now, but he got the post game interview. And in the interview, he mentioned that the the team kind of hung out together yesterday, where everybody hung out and connected with each other and blah blah blah. And I was like, yeah, that's because I think we even said that in the the thing, like maybe they'll purify themselves in the waters of Lake Minnetonka. Minnetonka. <laughs> And they apparently they did. So, uh, you know, you you need that stuff like the season is long. And when things are going poorly, you know, sometimes you start to have those intrusive thoughts in your head and uh, you need to you need to recalibrate, reconnect with the guys. So that's that's one positive about the road trip in that we stayed in Minnesota basically for three straight days now. Yeah. Um, so they got to like recalibrate and put their feet on the ground for a little while and. It, it seemed to have paid off because we played like complete butt cheeks, but we didn't fall apart. Like we came together in that fourth quarter and that was, that's huge. Yeah. I love to see wins like that. Those are the most important ones. Uh, especially when we're missing key guys in the rotation, guys like Dorian Finney-Smith, obviously Maxi Kleber, Josh Green. Uh, I would have liked to see more offense from Kimba. Like he got time. I think he played like at least 20 minutes. He played, um, yeah, he played exactly, well, 20 minutes and eight seconds. Yeah, he played 20, okay. Yeah, played 20 minutes. Um, Got six shots up. Uh, One three-pointer made two shots. I just would have liked to see him more involved in the offense. But obviously, it didn't hurt. We won the game. That was just something personal. I think, I'm not sure what the number was of minutes that he crossed over with Gobert, but playing against Gobert was difficult for him. That was yeah. very clear. He would get off that pick and roll and get into that little bit of space, but with Gobert, like he's eating up. He can be off you and still be in position to fuck your shot up. So, uh, between I think he affected Wood. I think he affected Kemba. Dwight Powell got to eat against um, what's his name, Nas Reed, Nas Reed yeah. and the backups because their their first unit they have Gobert and McDaniel's, and there's not going to be a lot of advantages there. Um, 
But when you have Reed and then your next biggest person was what Wendell Moore, probably at one point, maybe Anthony Edwards, and he's not playing interior defense. So that group, I was glad to see Powell be aggressive on the inside because there's no shot blockers there. Um, And that was also a big turning point for us as well, because we were getting cooked in that mid, you know, we get the, the trap and we were getting wood to the middle of the floor, but then he had Gobert there or McDaniels there and he doesn't have an advantage. Uh, When we did it with Powell, he was against Reed and he, or he ended up with a small on him because Reed was trapping. And I was glad to actually see Dwight Powell look like a center for a couple minutes there. Uh, I think we're actually on track uh, as far as our record because we did say we would split this game, right? Yep, we both said three and one. We both said we would split with the Wolves. So on the road against the Rockets, then at home against the Lakers on Sunday. Okay, I'm looking forward to it. Um, I'm looking forward to it. I, I'm just I'm curious to see how the team performs without. Uh, Without some key players, I don't know what Dorian's injury is looking like. I don't know how long he's, he's probably going to be out for a little while. That's a the groin. That's yeah, the groin. Okay, yeah, he's probably going to be out for a little while, which a couple weeks. Yeah, uh, that sucks. But hopefully, we can at least get Josh Green back soon, which I'm also not really expecting at this point. Um, I don't know what the fuck is going on with that, but I would love to have him back by the next game would be ideal i would love to but that couple weeks thing I, maybe that was just him talking loose but i don't i didn't like it he definitely said he's not playing in the rockets game um earliest would be the lakers game but when he said that couple weeks that kind of threw me off so maybe next is the best case we'll see all right i miss my boy though I, I, man i miss i miss seeing him on the court i miss the energy Miss getting excited on the timeline. I miss every time he makes a good play. I think about the motherfuckers that told me he couldn't play basketball. <laughs> I hate that he got injured as soon as I wanted to add a new segment to the damn show, like a segment just for him. Now, granted, we would have been pushing the line and becoming a goddamn stand podcast at that point. But <laughs> it's uh, it's he sucks even more with the Dorian Finney Smith injury because this would be the perfect time to try him out as, as a starter. Yeah, and there was th- during the the stretch of the game where we Luca was getting trapped and we were getting the ball to Wood in the middle and he was kicking it to to Bullock or Frank, uh, or he would get there and nobody would be open. Like somebody, KT, the homie KT pointed out, you know, why aren't any of these guys cutting? And I was like, yeah, if Josh was there, he would be doing it. But none of these other dudes had the facilities. So, hey, man, look, they, they ain't got the facilities. Funny as hell. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, that's Josh. I'm, I'm glad people are able to see. It sucks that it came in his absence, but I'm glad people are able to see what he brings to the table on his team. That other guys just don't bring and i don't know whether they can't or they or they just don't but there's a certain energy you you can't really teach energy you either have it or you don't uh reggie bullock is a good defender dorian finney smith is a good defender but they don't have that energy that josh has is that because of youth that's possible partially at least (laughs) (laughs) that's possible because dodo and reggie bullock are not 
they're young in like real life terms, but not NBA right. terms. So, I feel crazy calling these dudes old, and I'm yeah. like older than all of them. They my age. Like, <laughs> everybody except uh, McGee, I think. Yeah, it's like it's crazy to say, but you know what we mean. Um, the old in basketball, Terry. I know I can't move around the court like I used to. <laughs> <laughs> Just keep it in a hundred. Dallas Maverick fans, the NBA season is heating up and there's still so many unknown possibilities. I mean, we're really only in the first quarter of the season still. Luka is racing up the MVP ladder at the top right now, but I guess it's depending on who you ask. But anything can happen. You can go on DraftKings Sportsbook and make predictions on MVP awards. Maybe you think Luka Doncic is going to be MVP. Maybe you think Jason Tatum will be MVP. Sixth man of the year. It's Christian Wood making the case. Maybe it's Benedict Matherin, the young rookie. First rookie to win sixth man of the year says Ben Gordon, possibly. Anything can happen. Most improved player. The way the NBA is shaping up this year, it's a lot of options. When I'm looking to get into action, I bet with DraftKings Sportsbook an official sports betting partner of the NBA. New customers can bet just $5 pregame money line on any NBA team to win their game and get $150 in free bets if they do. Check this out. Right now, everyone can earn up to 100% boost with DraftKings stepped-up same-game parlays. Go to the DraftKings Sportsbook app, place the same game parlay, and combine multiple bets like which team will win, total rebounds, total points, maybe the over-under on total team points, and much more. The more legs you add, the bigger the boost, the bigger your shot to win big. Now, be smart about it. Don't You got to add legs, but be smart about your bets. Don't go into this doing an eight-leg parlay with Kevin Durant to score 15 points, Luka Doncic to score 10 points, Luka Doncic to get five assists, you're not going to win much money like that. You got to bet big. Go big or go home. Me, I go home a lot. I tend to do these eight-leg parlays, and and, and, and they fail terribly. Uh, y'all heard my rant about Alpron Shingoon. Um, just a few days ago, which I'm still hurt about because I would still have that $249. But hey, you live to bet another day. Bars. Just download the app now. Sign up with code TBPN. Place a $5 pregame money line bet on any NBA team to win their game and get $150 in free bets if they do. That's code TBPN, only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. So our next game is... Friday. Oh, shit. What the fuck? Good, my boy? An ad started playing on ESPN. I was like, the fuck app did you open? Fucking McDonald's. I'm like, what the fuck, man? Um, it's Friday. it's Friday against the Rockets. Friday against the Rockets. Man, look, it's my turn to pay it back. By the way, 
What you mean? My sister had invited me to a little event on Friday. Oh, shit. Um, so I might miss most of the game, maybe the whole game. I'll make sure I'm back to record. Okay, I was about to say, I get to take the night off? No, you got to, you got to, but I'm supposed to lead and I ain't watched the game. So now this is going to be your first time having to tell me what the hell happened. Yeah, that's right. Um, but yeah, that should be. I oh, think, wait. You said Friday? Yeah. I'm going to be out Friday. <laughs> it's Friday the 23rd. You making shit up now. What? Well, yeah, I swear yeah. to God. Friday the 23rd. What's happening? One of my friends' 30th birthday is Friday. She's having an all-white party. Oh, white. So why are you going? (laughs) (laughs) I wish y'all saw the Looney Tune ass dance this dude just did after (laughs) making that whack ass joke. (laughs) Oh my God. The uh, the Joker meme. Oh my god! So you uh, really gonna be out? Yeah, I'm gonna really be out. Damn. I can't be out too late anyway because I work the next morning. But I'm pretty sure I won't be back in time for the game. The game is at eight. You work Friday? Friday morning, yeah. All right. Um, the game is at eight. Game should be over by like ten thirty. So what time would you be looking to try to record? Let me, that'll tell me if I need to leave my sisters early or not. Let me see what time the party is. Yeah, my sister's event is at 7, so I, I will expect that I'll be able to leave by 10 or so. She only lives like 15, 10, 15 minutes from me. The party is... Starts at same on it from seven forty-five to twelve a.m. God damn! Oh, please so you don't have to stay for the whole thing? No, you said. Please arrive no later than eight p.m. to surprise the guest of honor. So, uh, and the game is over at what time? About ten thirty-ish. I'll have to keep you up. Fuck yeah! I'll have to keep you up. I'm about to say you said you got to work, so I assume you ain't staying till midnight. Nah. But it's also not too far from me either. Gotcha. So to point out how close my sister is, you know, I always talk about I, I can leave my house and get at, at the time the movie starts and get there before the previews. And yeah. my sister lives on the other side of the theater. But like, what we went to see a movie and we recorded a reaction, like on driving from the theater to her house, it was like five minutes long. Damn. So like, she she lives right behind the theater. Okay. So it's that quick. I can if you said I'm on my way home, I could beat you home probably. Okay. We'll we'll cross that bridge when we get to it. Yeah, I'm just making sure. I mean, we had this whole conversation on the pod, so y'all get see see y'all get the behind the scenes right here. Hey, now. y'all y'all getting an inside scoop, man. Don't say we ain't never did nothing for y'all. This type of content other podcasts will edit out, but not us. <laughs> not me. Wrong like that. Oh man, maybe I shouldn't say. Anyway, um, <clears throat> yeah, I mean, it's not really much. I don't think there's much to say on this game. Is there anything you want to add to it? Or? I'm trying to think. Uh, let's see. I took some notes. Reggie Bullock, Winter Solstice. Um, oh man, I had a good joke. If he continued to break shots, 
Um, you know, there was a play where he missed a shot. Christian Wood got the offensive rebound, gave it back to him, and he missed it again. Um, and I was going to say that was two bricks, one possession. And it looked it, I I enjoyed watching it less than I enjoyed watching two girls, one cup. Um, what else? Let's see. Yeah, I had I said everything else I wanted to say, but yeah, that that two 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 bricks, one possession joke, I didn't didn't get the hit like I wanted it to, but it's okay. I think that's the case for most of your jokes, bro. Shout out to the Joker meme. That's my my favorite meme. Yeah, that shit. That that shit. Is that the one where uh, he's on the stage holding the mic? He on the stage with the mic. Oh, that bull. Yeah, that bullshit. That's oh that's the what I was referring to. Oh my god. <laughs> um. Yeah. So we we might see y'all Friday night. Um. I'm not sure yet. <laughs> not sure yet. Like I said, we'll cross that bridge when we get to it. But y'all yeah, will, huh? I can't watch the game. Are we need neither of them will watch that, but <laughs> what will we even be talking about? I just exactly. Um, if we don't watch the game, what are we talking about? Yeah, we can skip it. Fuck it. Yeah, we were supposed to skip one last week anyway. We'll see y'all on Christmas. Well, we won't. Yeah, yeah. Y'all are here from us on on Christmas. I think that's fair. I mean, that should make up for missing the other one. Um, I'm excited about this weekend, man. And to be honest, if we lose to the Rockets, who want to come on here and hear us rant anyway? So I think I think y'all will be fine. Y'all need a break from us. I need a break from us, to be honest. I need a break from us, okay? I'm tired. Of, I've, I've been recording podcasts nonstop. Non-fucking-stop. I recorded one yesterday with Jerron and Derek. I, I listened to it. That shit was hilarious. Yeah, that, that, that was a fun one to do. Um, Derek ended up leaving early. That was unexpected. But Three hours down, they got the... Oh, my bad. Is it a movie? Babylon. That's that fucking movie with Brad Pitt and Margot Robbie? Yeah, why the fuck is it three hours? That movie's three fucking hours. That just pissed me off. What the fuck could it even be about for three hours? I don't, I have no idea what that movie is about. I was going to see it. I was going to actually go because I'm off Friday. I was. They got a 9.45 a.m. joint. I might go to that. I'm not going to see a fucking three hour. But that will get me out at one o'clock. That's going to fuck up my plans because I was going to go to the indie theater downtown at one and catch a movie there. But this is going to have me getting out the theater down there at one o'clock. If I go at 9.45, are you kidding me? Oh, the whale is finally showing in theaters near me. God, man, that just ruined my whole plans for the weekend. Oh, man. Oh, I'm upset. We just over here rambling now, too. All right, let's close this out. Um, Yeah, we'll see y'all on Christmas. Enjoy Friday off. We will. Um, And yeah, uh, we'll highlight y'all then. Peace. Peace.